This week is both Pashas Mishpatim and Pashas Shkolim. Two Pashas which both speak about money. Pashas Mishpatim is all the denim of Mamanus. Whether it's the Shemrim, whether it's the denim of damages, and Pashas Shkolim is the responsibility that every Jewish person had to give a half a shekel to the Beis HaMikdash every year. Now there's an interesting thing. Why do we read Parshash Shkodim at the beginning or just before the month of Adar? The Gemara Megiddo tells us. The Gemara Megiddo tells us Amirash Lakish. Why do we read Pasha Shkodim at the beginning of the month of Adar? Because Godoy Viyadu, it was known and revealed before Hashem, that in the future Haman would come along. And Haman would offer a 10,000 bars of silver, so to speak, to buy the Jewish people, to be allowed to destroy them. That's a tremendous amount of money. And therefore Hashem said, Yiktimu shiklehem nishkolot. Let their shkolim come before his. We preceded him. Before Haman came with his money, so to speak, Klai Yisrael had already brought their carbon, had already brought their half shekel. And the question is, what does this mean? Even if our shkolim came first, but Haman's offering a much, much higher price. And if that's the case, if it's a question of whose shekel is worth more, what's the significance of our shkodim being in first? Haman's bid, Haman's offer is worth much more money than that. Another question. Chazal say that when Hashem told Moshe the mitzvah of bringing the half shekel, there was something Moshe didn't understand. Until Hashem showed him in the fire in the sky, a shekel shel esh, so to speak, a shekel or a half shekel of fire. The Pasuk says, this is what you have to give, and zeh always refers to something which can be pointed to. Now we find a similar thing by the menorah. But Moshe didn't understand exactly how the menorah was meant to look. So Hashem needed to show him. But when it comes to a half a shekel, what was there not for Moshe to understand that Hashem had to show him? What clarity did he gain by being shown the vision of a half shekel of fire in the sky? Now let's look at Pashas Mishpatim. Pashas Mishpatim really is the first group of halachas which we were taught after Matan Torah. In last week's Pasha we were given the Torah. We heard that Aserah Sadebras. And now one of the first halachas we're being taught after that is Pashas Mishpatim. And the question is, why is that the first thing to be taught? There are many other bodies of halacha which are also important. 
Hashem could have told us about Kashrus. Hashem could have told us about Shabbos in more detail. Why Dafka was the dinim of mominus, the dinim of money, the first parasha to be chosen, and then within that big category of halachas of money, which encompass many, many mitzvahs, was the din of the Evid, of the Jewish slave, the one which was brought first. Many have asked the question, and there are many answers, but I want to suggest something else. Let's picture for a moment how Klal Yisrael felt at that stage, right after Matan Torah. The Torah they've been waiting for, the Torah they've been preparing for, and now the Torah they've finally received. How would Klal Yisrael feel? There's a middle we call Ahavas Torah. There's a middle we call love of Torah. How does it express itself? In the fact that a person wants to learn, wants to achieve more, wants to know, it expresses itself in the satisfaction that a person gets out of learning new things. The pleasure which comes from the base of knowledge that is developed And it draws a person. It draws a person. It pulls them to learn more, to be more focused, to be more dedicated to Torah learning. And if there is on the one side, on the positive side, such a powerful midah of Avas Torah, then we know Hashem always has to create a balance in the world. Every time there's a certain powerful positive middle. Hashem has to create balance. And He has to create on the other side an, a negative middle, which is equally strong, is equally powerful, offers people the same form of pleasure. So that that way it creates a balance for them to choose. And if that's the case, we need to ask ourselves, what negative middle did Hashem create to counter, so to speak, the power of Ahavas Torah? Chazal tell us the answer. It's a Sifri in Devarim. And listen to what the Sifri says. There's a Pasuk in Koheles. The Pasuk in Koheles says, Oyev Kesef Lo Yisko Kesef. A person who loves money will never be satisfied with money. But Chazal add, why is an oyev kesef lo yispa kesef? Why is it that a person who loves money is never satisfied with money? Why? Say Chazal, because a person who loves Torah will never be satisfied with the amount of Torah they know. Here is the balance. On the one hand, there's the middle of Avastar. A middle which draws a person, which involves him, which makes him feel completely connected to wanting to know and learn more Torah. And as a balance to that, Hashem created a middle of Avast Kesef.
A person wants money. And it becomes something which is a focus in its own. Not spending the money. Making the money. The ability to make, to achieve, to get more, to have. Exactly the malice we spoke about in relation to Torah. That same feeling of accomplishment, achievement, challenge exists in the world of making money as well. And therefore as a middah, it acts as a counter to the middah of Avastar. And in place of people spending their days and nights and all their, their mental abilities focused on how to achieve more Torah, people spend their days and nights and concentrate their thoughts solely on how to make money. And this is something, this is something which affects people even in the Torah world. I was speaking to an average, a younger man. And he said to me, he was making a little bit of a cheshpun on nefesh. And he started to think, what doesn't he do for money? He gets up for early chakras and he has a learning set after chakras. Because it's part of an early morning kodal he gets paid for. And in, de- in the day, he's in a kodal which he gets paid for. And at night time, he's a night seder that he gets paid for. And he has a Friday Shabbos kodal that he gets paid for. So on the one hand, yes, he's spending most of his days and nights learning. But it's all for money. So he came to me and he said, the things he thinks that he's actually doing without getting paid for, he could think of two. Putting on tefillin, and saying Birkas al-Mazan. There isn't yet a film in Birkas al-Mazan And it's true. There's a drive to make money even within the realm of Lundi I was invited to give a shir somewhere. And the organizer told me, how much do you take for a shir? So I said, don't worry, you don't have to pay me. So his initial reaction was to get offended. He said, no, no, we have money, we can afford it. So I said to him, that's not the point. I never take money for the commission. And I just, the look I got was, there's something not normal. You don't take money when, yeah? There's this attraction for money. Avas moment. So what do we do to combat that? What do we do to combat that drive which pushes people to make money and at the expense of the drive they're meant to have for Avastara? Chazal, it's already a Zayar, tells us an amazing thing. Chazal says to us that the gematria of the word shekel what had to be given for Pashashkadim, the gematria of the word shekel, 430, is the same gematria as the word nefesh, a person's soul. And therefore what it says by the shekel was it was lechaper al nafshay seichem. It came to atone for your soul. Why? It's not a carbon. It's not chiva, it's not vidui. This is the point Moshe didn't understand. He knew where the shekel was. 
But why does giving money affect kapara? Why is giving a shekel mechaper on the nefesh? Tshuva is mechaper on the nefesh. Korban is mechaper on the nefesh. Money is mechaper on the nefesh. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch showed him. What HaKadosh Baruch showed him is a shekel of fire in the sky. When a person can give up his money, then he can get back his nefesh. And let's explain this in a deeper sense. There are two sides to what a person can achieve. There are two sides to what a person can gain, grow in. The one is more physical and the other one is more spiritual. And the symbol of being having more physically is more money. I have more resources, more assets, more property. So yes, the human ability to get more translated in terms of money is more physical things. Or a person can work more on developing more spiritual assets. Marbe Torah, Marbe Mitzvahs, Marbe Chaim. It's one or the other. Where is the kapara on the nefesh? When a person can give up money. And that was the message of the shekel. The message of the shekel was, if a person can give up his shkodim, he can give up his money. So then that's the catalyst of why a person neglects his nefesh. And therefore giving up the shekel is mechaper on the nefesh. There's another word the Torah uses for money also. The one year word the Torah uses for money is shekel. The other word the Torah uses for money is kesef. And here also it's an amazing thing. The gematria of the word kesef is the same gematria as the word tselem. A person's spiritual sense. He's created b'tselem elokim. Either he devotes himself to more kesef, or he dedicates himself to a greater tzalem. It's one against the other. And this brings us to the second point. Says Reish Lakish, It was Galui Viyodur, it was known and clear to the one who created the world, that Haman would come along and offer 10,000 bars of silver for the Jewish people. And that's why Hashem said the Klaishol, your shekel must come first. And we asked the question, even if our shekel came first, it didn't begin to approach the value of what Haman was prepared to offer. What's the side of our shekel coming first? It's not just how much we can afford to give. It's a different mindset. The mindset of money is I can buy anything. Just name the price. Everything has a money value. Everything can be bought. I can even buy a whole nation to kill them. They were citizens of Persia like everyone else. Have you ever heard of such a thing before? That I can buy a part of the population to destroy them? In Homon's value system, why not? It's all a shadow of money. I'll put down enough money, I can do it. 
And the problem is that in Haman's value system, he's right. When the most important thing is money, then you can buy people too. You can buy people too. And in a value system of how much money, Haman has the upper hand. You can afford to pay much more. What Hashem was saying to us, bring your shekel first, is give up money to Mechapar on the Nefesh. Because if you're not focused on Kesef, you're not focused on the shekel, there's a higher value system you subscribe to. Then that's worth more than money. In a system which values the nefesh, it values the spiritual achievements a person can achieve, that's something which doesn't have a price. That's not something Homan can buy. Your shekel comes first because that devalues Homan's currency. It's something he can't buy. And now let's look at the other points. Pashas Mishpatim. There's a beautiful point to think about over here. Pashas Mishpatim. The first body of halacha, which is taught to the Jewish people after Matan Torah, the halachas of money. If money is the counter to Avas Torah, then the first body of halacha we need to know is halacha pertains to money. The Torah tells us where we can make money, where we cannot make money. And even more. The first din, which is brought to the din of the Eved Ibri. Who was the Eved Ibri? The Eved Ibri was somebody who stole. A Ganif who stole money and he can't afford to pay it back. And the Torah says, sell him as a slave. And what are the conditions of service for an Eved Ibri? Incredibly good. There isn't a liberal le- legislature in the world which has given criminals the same benefit that every every had. He has to eat the same quality food as his master. He has to have the same quality lifestyle. If there isn't enough for both of them, then the effort gets. He can't be made to do menial labor. He can't be made to do hard labor he's not accustomed to. It's a wonderful existence. It's a wonderful existence. The only difference you find about Nevid Evri is that whereas a normal Jew is not allowed to marry a shifcha, a maidservant, the Evid is. What's the message over here? The message of the Evid Evri is the terrorist looking, turning to the person who was stealing money, the Ganif, who went to steal. And the Torah tells him, if you're looking to money as something that you prepare to go to such great lengths to get, that you prepare to steal, what's going to happen? You'll be given money. You'll be sold to somebody who can take care of you in luxurious style. You'll be able to enjoy a lifestyle far more than you can now. When you can't afford to pay back your debts. Not only that, when you leave the servitude, you're given gifts as well. After the six years that the Abbot works, the master said, leave him with gifts. And he can start off on his own. 
So the Torah is turning to the Avon and saying, you wanted money so badly, you prepared to steal to get it? Take money. You'll be in a situation where you can enjoy the money. We'll have someone to provide for you all the physical things you need. But it comes at a price. A normal Jew can't marry a shifra. A normal Jew doesn't want to sully his neshama by marrying someone not in the standard on the level of Ka Yisrael. An avid, you can. You can. Because the pursuit of money ruins your nefesh. You can get the money, but it's at the expense of your nefesh. Whereas every other Jew, his nefesh is pure and he wouldn't sully it by relating to a shifcha, an avid can. And that's a powerful message that Torah is trying to show us. In the balance between Avas Kesef and Avas Torah. In the balance between trying to amass and achieve in a physical sense and a spiritual sense. That's the lesson of Pasha Shkodim. Giving up a shekel's mechapra on the nefesh. And that's the lesson of Pasha's Mishpati. When our shekel comes first, then we aren't dominated by a world view, a mindset of Haman that thinks I can afford more, I can buy anything. And within the world set, the world view of Haman, within that way of thinking, then it degrades the nefesh of the dude so that he can marry a shifra. And with this in mind, the Avas Torah that we got from the Matan Torah. We have the abilities to withstand, so to speak, the negative mid Hashim created to oppose us of Avas Moment.